The secret is out. Video is the fastest and easiest way to get your viewers hungry for your product or service. This is the Video Marketing World Podcast, and we are 100% dedicated to helping businesses, entrepreneurs, and creators grow their following and turn it into profit. We're going to bring in world-class guests who will educate us on the ins and outs of video marketing and business development, all so we can help you achieve your goals, whether you want more views, more engagement, lead generation strategies, more profit, or simply to scale your business, whether it's on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, or live stream. We've got you covered. Now let's get to some video marketing. What's up, Video Marketing World? Welcome to the Video Marketing World podcast where we teach business owners just like you how to grow your business using YouTube, video, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, all of the above, you guys. We just want to teach you how to use social media, how to use social video to grow that business, increase your bottom line, reach the community you want to reach, and have an impact that spans across the world. That's the big idea, right? Everybody wants to make a worldwide impact. And that's what we're here to help you do. Today, we're going to be talking about some crazy stuff. We're, get, we're going to take a little walk through history today and talk about some, uh, some scary uh, uses of marketing from the tobacco industry. The tobacco industry. They got a history of, of using sneaky tactics. And so we're going to talk about some of the tactics that the tobacco industry has used nefariously over the last uh, 80 years. And we're going to break them down a little bit so that way you guys can, number one, know what to look out for in marketing. Uh, everything is marketing, you guys. And, and this, is, this is what I got to say. Like, literally everything is marketing. All the decisions that you make are based off of marketing. Um, you know, what socks to wear, what to eat for lunch, like it's all marketing. And so I think that if you understand that, the more you understand that, the more you can avoid being manipulated by marketing, but then the more you also know how to use marketing to your favor in your business. And so I think the big takeaway from this uh, podcast today is what are the things that they did that I can do to help me, but then also watch out for so that way you're not manipulated and taken advantage of and then get cancer in your lungs and have a hard time throughout life, right? So let's dive into this one. Uh, this is, the, this is the, <clears throat> the first marketing and history podcast that we're going to do. And, and if this goes well, I think I'm going to do more of these because I really am digging this style. I, I like researching old school ways of marketing that people didn't even know really that they were being marketed to in the beginning of, I mean, I can't, if somebody is, could you please have like a marketing, every time I say marketing, uh, have like a little, a little counter <laughs> at home. You can't, you, you guys have a, you know, have a drinking game to it or something. No, actually don't, don't drink to it. Every time I say the word marketing though, give me a check mark. Give me a high five. Okay, so we're going to break this down. We're going to go through the 40s, the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. And I, I just want to talk about some of the tactics that they've used because um, they're absolutely fascinating. So in the 1940s, the tobacco industry literally used doctor endorsements. So one of the best ways for you to market your products or services is through social proof or expert testimonial. And so the tobacco industry used doctor endorsements in the 1940s to push their products. And if you could see, if you could see some of these ads, 
uh, it, they just crack me up. So I'm, I'm looking at one here. It says Viceroy's the uh, filter the smoke. As your dentist, I would recommend Viceroy's. Like these are old, these are old uh, magazine uh, advertisements, and they they're just killing me here. Um, smoke a fresh cigarette, says your doctor. <laughs> like number one doctor recommended cigarette camels. Like what? So what's interesting is is they got really really good at having expert testimonials for their product. So if you want to market your content, if you want to market your product, and this goes hand in hand with like funnel creation as well, having expert testimonials, expert witnesses, experts uh, talking about your product or service is a great way to get people to trust your it's a it, the no like and trust factor right to get people to trust what you're saying and the products that you are offering and so you, you'll see a lot of times even on like supplement um funnels right they'll have uh, expert or or physicist from stanford university recommends this product it's because they know that an expert witness expert testimonial carries weight with general population so that's a little nefarious for the tobacco industry to do that, but it is what it is. This is the, the dark history of the tobacco industry today, folks. 1950s, celebrity endorsements. So the tobacco industry used to use celebrity endorsements. So I was, I was actually listening to a podcast a number of years ago talking about one of the original tobacco campaigns using celebrity endorsements. And what they did is they took a picture of a popular female celebrity uh, in the 50s who had a pack of cigarettes in her shirt pocket and all you could see was the label and and people ended up going crazy for it she smokes those cigarettes and so i'm gonna go smoke those cigarettes and too so tobacco industry was pretty ingenious um in their ability to market using some of these things that were kind of outside of the box, right? Not a lot of people were using celebrity endorsements. I'm looking at a picture here with Lucille Ball on it, and she's holding the, a pack of cigarettes and smoking a cigarette. And this drove a lot of sales to the tobacco companies, a lot of sales of cigarettes using celebrity endorsements. So the point here is if you guys are trying to sell products or services, again, as long as you're not the tobacco industry, you can use celebrities to kind of help leverage that. So even on one of our sites, we've got a, a picture of me in a live stream with Mark Cuban because Mark Cuban is massive celebrity and he carries a lot of weight. And so when people see me next to Mark Cuban, they automatically associate me not maybe at that level, but at a level where I'm in communication with Mark Cuban, when actually, you know, I am. <laughs> Pat on my back. And I, I worked hard to get there. <laughs> but but, the, but the, the point is, it's strategic to have that on our website so that way it carries that credibility again. It, it brings the no like, and trust factor because Mark Cuban is so huge with Shark Tank and the Mavs and everything that he's doing that me being next to him is an association. So it's... it's uh, it's building trust through association. Okay, let's talk about the 1990s. So in the 1990s, the tobacco industry started using kid-friendly characters. So remember Joe Camel? Joe Camel was one of the characters that was a cartoon, and he did cool things, and he looked cool, and he had the sunglasses and the cigarette hanging out of his camel mouth, things like that. And and it was really like specifically targeting children because they knew that the next generation 
of cigarette purchasers were going to be kids. And so they had to start conditioning them early so that way they would have a desire to start smoking later on. Very nefarious, but it's effective. And and this is one of those ones and like, well, I don't really know how to translate that into video other than to say, if, if you want to create a kid's channel on YouTube, you could probably do that. But again, there are a lot of rules and regulations really because of the industries like this, where it's like the tobacco industry uh, thought that they could get away with that. And they did for a long time. And then ultimately the FCC put the kibosh, 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 kibosh on that, stopped it, thankfully. And now you can't do that anymore. So I, I think that the point that I would like to get across, though, is how are you, who is the, the main character presenting your product or service? What attributes do they have about themselves that make them stand out as a leader? Uh, what is your what is your style? What is how charismatic are you? Uh, are you creating effective content at an energetic level? If you aren't, you probably need to figure out what style you need to be creating at, so that way you can have more of an impact. People are engaged by people who uh, speak confidently. Are you speaking confidently? What what are you wearing in your videos? What are you saying in your videos? What language characteristics are you using in your videos? What are you saying in your videos that will give people a, a positive or negative perception of you? What are the things that you're saying that could make you cool or reinforce the style that you're going for? Are you going for an intellectual style? What kind of vocabulary are you using? Are you going for a cool style? What kind of words are you saying that would get people to think that you're cool or hip? Right? It's like if you, if you watch Logan Paul, it's like, bro, bro, bro. <laughs> if you watch Mark Rober, it's grounded in science and he articulates things at a, a level that is would would associate him as a scientist. So how are you presenting yourself? And are you presenting yourself in a way that fits with your brand, that's on brand? Okay, guys, let's talk, let's talk about the tobacco industry in the early 90s and 2000s. What did they get into? They got into sporting events, right? Which kind of goes hand in hand with celebrity endorsements. And they would be, you know, you'd see Copenhagen and Marlboro on NASCAR cars and they'd be at other sporting events. And, and it would be, the, again, the perception is this community, this athlete is a smoker. This athlete uses our products. So you should be using these products as well. And that was a very effective technique as well. Okay, moving into the 2000s and the 2010s, now they're doing it in video games. And I've seen a number of these video games where they've got the main characters of these games who are smoking cigarettes. I mean, the thing is, there's a st statistic, 42% of all video games contain images of tobacco. Only 8% of those video games have warnings about tobacco. And then all PG-13 movies from 2002 to 2013... In all of them, 61% showed smoking or other tobacco products. And then real-world studies have shown that kids are more likely to smoke when they see tobacco use on the screen. So the point is, is like this is a new effective tactic because, again, the FCC says, hey, you can't advertise in magazines, you can't advertise, and so you can't do these celebrity endorsements, you can't do newspapers, you can't do television commercials anymore. And so now they're like, okay, well, what's next? video games. So I'd say the point here is adaptive marketing, maybe? <laughs> I don't know. I still think it's really dangerous. But the, the point is, is like, 
think about all of these mediums where, uh, where you could be marketing. And not saying that you can get into video games and things like that, but always be thinking outside of the box. You've got the metaverse that's coming out. You've got all sorts of uh, crazy things that are happening on the internet where you could be marketing. And if you're on the front line, if you're on the cutting edge of that, you could really drive some business to your company through cutting edge marketing techniques. So keep all of that stuff in mind. Now, the point here, you guys, again, is not to glorify the tobacco industry again, like everything. We, we all know that tobacco use and um, smoking causes cancer. It's not good for you and all of that. And, and they have used some dark tactics in the past to really get in front of people. Cannot believe that doctors would endorse this. But again, you know, it goes to show it goes to show that doctors don't know everything. And, uh, and so, um, yeah, even in, you know, 80 years ago. All right, you guys, hopefully you learned something from this episode, taking a walk through the dark history of the tobacco's use, tobacco companies' use of secret dark marketing tactics. If you like this episode, share it with a friend. If you also liked it, go over to Spotify, wherever you're listening to this podcast, leave us a five-star review. We'd love it. Other than that, we'll see you guys on the next one. Take care. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Video Marketing World podcast. If you could do us one favor, if you got any value out of this podcast, please share it. Share it with another entrepreneur. Share it with a business who has no idea what they're doing when it comes to video marketing. This podcast is to help you scale your business, and we want to make sure that it gets out to those people who need it. And if you're coming to Video Marketing World next year in Dallas, October 6th through 8th, go to videomarketing.world and you'll see that there are still VIP passes available. We'd love to see you there. And last but not least, make sure the word gets spread by leaving a good rating and a five-star review. See you guys on the next one.